We have a feature called Six in a Song, a celebrity guest and a few questions to that person. Then they choose one of their favourite songs. Well, today it's a great pleasure to welcome to the show Sir Tim Shadbolt, Mayor of Invercargill. Very, very good afternoon to you, Tim. Yes, good afternoon to you two guys. You keep swapping and changing. It's a bit like <laughs> musical chairs with you guys. Yeah. There's well, a tiny bit, although there was a slight 16-year gap before <laughs> Cy and I swapped chairs again, Tim. <laughs> oh, well, it must have been a great game, did <laughs> Yeah. Can we begin by asking you, Tim, I mean, you, Sir Tim, it's difficult to know how to address you now because I feel sort of like if I don't address you as Sir Tim, I'm shortchanging you. What was it like when you found out you were going to become Sir? Well, I thought I was a bit higher up the ladder than that. I thought it might have been Your Majesty or Your Highness. <laughs> I guess Sir will have to do. I guess it will in the day. Look, Tim, let, uh, Sir Tim, I mean, sorry. Let's go right back to when you first came into the public consciousness. I was a pimply reporter, a journalist at the Royal New Zealand Herald who hated the demonstrations that good folk like yourself are doing against the Vietnam War. What Basically, Tim, when, when you were a young guy going to varsity, did you get enthused with that uh, spirit that you had in some of the protests that went on then and some of the campaigns you took on, or was it something that was already in your family, in your home life? A little bit of both, I guess. You know, you inherit ideas and that from the your guardians, and, um, and my dad was a, a pilot in the Fleet Air Arm and survived World War Two and got killed in Korea, and mum was a nurse, so... You you absorb a lot of that sort of heroic struggle that went on, and and of course it's not quite so deadly as that nowadays. We tend to um, well, I think the first trouble I got into when I was mayor of uh, Waitemata City was a credit card arrived in the post, and I immediately <laughs> rang them up and said, look, I don't want this, come and get it, come and pick it up, it looks like trouble, I don't, I've never had one, and I don't want one now, you know, yeah. and they, they, I said, anyway, how much can you spend with this stupid thing, and they said, oh, there's a strict credit limit, you can't spend more than 60000 I said, 60000 <laughs> Holy mother, we live in West Auckland. That's like winning lotto, you know? Yeah. I said, quick, you kids, get in the car, get in the car. <laughs> and we drove down to the airport and went to America. <laughs> Boy, did I have a reception committee waiting for me when I got home. I had the Auckland area manager of the audit office and the regional manager of the audit office. Yep, they all came to greet me. Oh, that's that fantastic. such a brilliant story. Oh, Tim, Lord. how many times have you been in jail, Tim? Um, only twice, uh, <laughs> but I did five years in periodic detention centres. And wow. Yeah, it, it, kids ask me about that when I speak at schools, and I just, you know, front up and say, because the teachers say, oh, don't, you don't have to answer that, Mr. Mayor. Look, <laughs> terrified. And um, it was civil disobedience, and so... When, well, I think, the French bomb tests um, in the Pacific were happening and 30 of us went down and we just sort of invaded the um, French airline company. They didn't have an embassy at that stage mm. and um, and just lay on the floor and it was civil disobedience and we thought we were heroic following Gandhi and yeah. Luther King and all those role models that we had at the time. Mm. You were Now, look, talking about a different era and a different time, Tim, I have a vague memory, and, and you may well, I, I may be wrong, but did you live in a commune at one stage? What was that like? 
Yes, I sure did, and it was hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that was the romantic, I know. Yeah. But um, no, it was. Uh, but I needed a bit of a rest. I mean, they were quite hectic times we had in the sixties, and I was president of OSAPOPPA, which stands for the Auckland University Society for the Active Prevention of Cruelty to Politically Apathetic Humans. <laughs> And we were sort of fairly emotionally exhausted, as you can imagine. So suddenly wafting out of the bush at Hulia. It was only when the kids started arriving and washing pooey nappies and that in a bucket wasn't quite the romance we had envisaged. It was still a great rest period, that's how I see it. Tim, you've been, I mean, obviously as a protester, you've been active, and then as mayor of various places. And I and I did hear from somebody that knows you very well. They said you are exceptionally well read, and there's almost a perception of you that you you know you sort of just flow through life, and there's that slightly lovely dishevelled quality. But you're exceptionally well read, and a tireless worker. Do you get exhausted with your life? Yeah, but I think everyone who's um, sort of in a high profile world, you you get stresses, but it's balanced out. I mean. <laughs> dancing with the stars, for example, yeah. Brother, you know. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. You go through terrible trauma and self-doubt, and, uh, and but then when you succeed uh, to whatever degree, it doesn't really matter. You succeed in your own way, and it, it's uh, nothing beats it. So I think just think getting that balance in life between. Um, hyperactive, investigative, and um, uh, life, and then having a break. And mm. you can, you know, going mm. to jail was actually quite a relaxing occasion. Suddenly <laughs> <laughs> the pressure was off. I mean, they couldn't do much more. And I was in locked up with a guy called um, George Wilder, and he was a real character. Yeah. Um, They'd written a song about him, which radio immediately banned, of course. That's right. Um, Did you say you were locked up with him? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. He was my cellmate and a real character, and he was just super fit. And all we had to play with in, uh, for that month in Mount Eden was an old tennis ball. <laughs> so we set it up as a, um, uh, a sort of tennis match or you know, badminton or any of those yeah. rackets. Sports. Yeah, and and that whole month, that's all we did was play with that tennis ball, and I never won a single game. <laughs> you could just run up a wall vertically, virtually, you know, and whack, and out he go. It's like he was the squash champion from hell. So, Good lord! Um, but Howard Morrison wrote the song "Wild Colonial Boy," and. Yeah. He, he was another great role model for me, anyway. It is just tremendous talking to you. Tim, do you mind just staying with us? We're going to take his messages and come back with more in just a moment because you're a fascinating chat. Thank you very much. So Tim Shadbolt with us. Six in a Song continues when we come back. We are joined for Six in a Song by Mayor Tim Shadbolt, Sir Tim Shadbolt. Again, sincere thanks for coming on the show, Tim, with us. It's really good to talk with you. Yes, sir, thank you. I've just remembered I, I was meant to pick up a, a song and... Um,
I forget what it was now. But don't worry, anyway. we've got it here, Tim, so we don't worry. You don't <laughs> tell us and we'll remind you and then you'll remember why you liked it so much. I must say, Tim, there's a text that's coming from Murray and he says, uh, can you ask Tim Shabelt to stay on the radio for another couple of hours? He's such great entertainment. Thank you for having him on the show. Oh, so. that's lovely. Now, quick fire question round. Yeah, Tim, we're going to ask you just some quick questions. Just bang off the yep. first answer that comes to mind. So, um, first of all, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Um, being in the bush or on a boat, somewhere where there's nature and all that stuff. Fair nice. enough. Tim, what is your greatest fear? Um, dying, I suppose. <laughs> oh, fair play. I'm upset about that, although the people, when they ask me about it, I uh, have to mention that um, on the... Uh, Oh, Hank, I forget what I was going to say now. It was brilliant. Too. <laughs> You're too brilliant. What is the trait that you most deplore in yourself? Um, humour. Just being able to see the bright side of everything, even even in fairly disastrous situations. Right. Fair enough. Which living person do you most admire? Oh, Sir Edmund Hillary. Not so much for climbing the mountain, but um, building all those schools. What do you most value in your friends? Loyalty. What is your greatest extravagance? Uh, well, there's quite a few of these now that you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say probably food. Food. And finally, what is your greatest regret? Um, not being able to spend more time with the kids. I've got four sons and seven grandchildren, and I just travel a lot. And, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Tim, it's really, really good to chat with you. You're just such great company, and uh, we really appreciate your time. All the very best to you. And before you go, I'll remind you of the song you chose. Uh, When we (laughs) asked you, you actually emailed us, and you said, The Animals, The House of the Rising Sun. Ah, yes, that's right. Uh, It was the first song I learned on the guitar. Good man, Tim. We're playing it just for you. So, Tim Shadbolt, Six in a Song. This is News Talk ZB. There is a house. In New Orleans, they call the rising sun, and it's been the ruin of many a poor boy. In God, I know I'm one.
Tell your children Not to do What I have done Spend your lives In sin and misery In the house Of the rising sun 